Welcome to the latest installment of One More Going Home. We're going to bed. Justin Vargo here with Josh Jones recording this episode, this recovering episode. <laughs> kind of for both of those. More me for being tired. Yeah. <laughs> me for self-inflicted wounds. Yeah, yeah. You didn't. You didn't seem like you were that self-inflicted. No. <laughs> Goodness, I was, I I was a afflicted. Let's say you got a little late birthday present. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so it's January nineteenth. <laughs> Because I texted you. First of all, I knew I knew you were in trouble when you didn't respond to my last text last night because I was at the game and you didn't respond. I was like, he's tying one on somewhere. I was I was in bad shape. So I waited like 10, 10 30, I texted you, I said you were live and you didn't respond for like an hour and a half. I didn't go to, I didn't go to work <laughs> till one o'clock. <laughs> you were like barely. Yeah. I ain't gonna work till one o'clock. So we're drinking red eyes. We're drinking red eyes. <laughs> Hair of the dog. <laughs> Which I almost screwed up because I was going to bring the tomato juice and I doctored it up. I put spiky, spicy pickle juice in it, uh, uh, salt, pepper, uh, some of this uh, powdery Bloody Mary mix, uh, and a couple spicy dill pickles in it. And man, it's well, good. good. Instead, we're drinking great value. Great value vegetable <laughs> juice. Yes, we are. It's all good. It is. <laughs> Cheers. It's all good. Happy belated it. birthday, by Thank the way. Thank you, man. Yeah. Look good to be 35, no. <laughs> you just said 85. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look good for that. Yeah. Well, you do look a little flush. A little flush. I am flush. A little flush this afternoon. I am flush. <laughs> I did get a hat. I, I, I love the hat. I got love a hat. Love the hat. I got a hat from, uh, well, I figure I helped uh, Richard Meadows, who owns Elliot's. I helped pay for the deck he built. <laughs> the least he can do is buy me a trucker's hat that says it's my fucking birthday. I love it too, man, with all the multiple colors. Black hat with multiple color writing. It's awesome. <laughs> I can't wait to see the picture of you in it. Yeah, I'm going to have to get it from Larry. Larry took it. He it to <laughs> I haven't seen it. I just took a picture of the hat and sent it to Jane. And she, she sent me the little crying emoji faces. <laughs> so... So it who was, was all out there celebrating? It was a it was a pretty sparse crowd. I mean, it was uh, Booth, of course, Larry, Charlie, Tony, KT were out there. Well, Tim Newsom was out there, of course, Butch, and the usual cheers crowd. Right. Did you tell them about our combined birthday party on the fourth? Because they're not. I did Larry not. Was on Facebook. I need to do Man, that. Make sure. I need to do that. Yeah. yeah, I need to put that on the list. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Got a W victory out of it, so it yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a good birthday. It was a win, good. Well, it was, I would say it was a win-win, but it was kind of a win-loss this morning. Yeah, and then win yeah. this afternoon. Win this afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so we're watching Justified. So it's official, right? This summer. This summer, summer twenty twenty-three. And it looks like out of the cast members, there's nobody back. No, no, I don't think so. That I could tell. Mm-hmm. No, nobody. That's a little disheartening. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'm sure it'll still be good there. It will be. Yeah, yeah it's the same writers, producers, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll still be good. So, I showed you, my buddy Mark Webb texted me last week, or no, or it was our, yeah, last week. He was in, he was like, hey man, you gonna be around for a little bit? And I said, yeah. And, uh. He said, well, I got you something for your birthday. And I was like, well, I mean, we never usually exchange yeah. presents or anything. So he uh, he came by, and we're his, his 
mom was a postmaster for God, I don't know how long. Man, years. Years. For long and, as I uh, know. And, and she passed away from uh, cancer four years ago, five years ago. And he found a box of these envelopes, I guess she had collected, that had, it was the schedule from 1991, which was the 100th year that W had been playing football. And it had the logos of both teams and all six games with the yeah. dates and stuff on it. And he gave that to me. He's like, I was looking through that box. He's like, I'm not going to do anything with this. But I know some son of a bitch probably would. <laughs> so I framed it up, and I'm going to hang it up. There. It looks awesome. Yeah, it looks that's awesome. Pretty, that's and pretty that cool. is that That's unique yeah. and, and thoughtful. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It really is. So that's I thought one. it was. Thought that's going to be good. That's going to be a conversation piece if we'll come over. Yeah. Yeah, when they can come over. Either. When, when, yes. <laughs> when, when the, when the coast, when the, the coast proverbial coast is clear. <laughs> Damn, we ain't been on five minutes, and that's about four references yeah, to my. There's probably been a lot more. Oh, damn. All right, let's let's speed things up here. <laughs> Garrett officially got promoted to sergeant. Oh wow! He's he submitted his paperwork. So yeah, he's getting E five. He's. There's going to be a ceremony, I think, next month at Fort Pickett. So That's fucking awesome. He was pretty excited about that. He also accepted a job at Caterpillar mm. in Fayetteville, North Carolina, fabricating skid steers. Really? And assembling them. No kidding. Yep. That's pretty awesome, too. Yeah. He no. works, uh, he says, he, I, think, I think he starts February 6th, and he works 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Monday through Thursday. Whew. Four tens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I would love, I'd kill for a four. Four tens, man. Mm. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Three day weekend every yeah. time, every week. Four tens. I can work ten hours a day, no problem. Yeah, so he he was pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Jaina officially has her car in Morgantown. Yeah, uh, I came over on Saturday when she was uh, heading that way. Yeah. <laughs> Were you here when she left? No. Yes. Remember, because I came here right when uh, you you were I passed okay, you well, on my we, way in. Well, because she was she she backed out of the drive because we had a lot of snow. Yeah. And she backed out of the driveway where my driveway's inclined. I mean, it's hard enough to get out of my driveway on, in ideal conditions. Yeah. So she backs out and then starts up the hill, and she goes about 10 feet, and then all of a sudden she starts spinning. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> and then she stops, and then she backs up, then she goes a little bit more, and then she spins a little bit more, and then she stops, and then she spins a little bit more. <laughs> so I'm watching all this unfold yeah. from the porch. Yeah. So I called her. View games going on. Yeah. <laughs> so I called her and I was like, "This might not be the best idea." <laughs> but Booth had told me because Thomas and them had gone to Fairmont that day to uh-huh. go to Muriel's, and I asked him, "I was like, how's the roads?" Man? Yeah. And he said, "The roads were well, fine. highways were fine. Yeah, but they, the, they never scraped it. Yeah, the side there. roads were bad. No, highways so, were fine." So I told her, "I said, I tell you what, just back all the way down mm. past Kelly's, just get some momentum and go." Yeah. And she did, and she fired right up there. <laughs> yeah, because you ran, when I was coming up past you, you were on your way to get her windshield wiper fluid. Make sure yeah. she had the clothes. Yeah. yeah when, even after it snowed, that salt in the road, and you got to have windshield wiper fluid. So oh, you have to. You got to. So you have to. That was a good call. Yeah, so she so she made it. So. Yeah, well, she will have fun next week. So next week's going to be a snowy week. I'll tell her, don't drive unless she has to. Next week in Morgantown. Next week is. Uh-huh. Driving those hills in the in the wintertime. Well, I told her, I said, you got to be careful. Yeah, not fun. And she's uh, she's got I think three three classes on Evansdale, which was part of the reason Here's why. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. But she, the way she reworked her schedule doesn't have class on Monday and Friday again. That's unbelievable. That's two semesters That's in a row. That's unbelievable. Which is great. Yeah. I wish I could have pulled something. No like that kidding, off. me too. Damn. <laughs> 
I was dumb. You signed up for 8 a.m. Friday morning classes. Oh, that'd have been nice. Ugh. Brutal. That'd have been nice. I don't know if you noticed or not. They tore up my yard. With, they're, they're putting gas lines in. I did not notice. Yeah, they, notice. they've been tearing shit up. No, all right. Day, awesome. All the way around. Good deal. Yeah, pretty fired up about that. Tell them to pay you like a bottom. Especially spot. since guess who doesn't have gas here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally the only thing that's gas here would have been the fireplace, <laughs> and it's turned off. You didn't tell them, hey, would you mind, like, instead of putting grass seeds back on it, throw some gravel on it, and yeah. I can have a bottom parking spot? Ah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. that way you wouldn't have to, uh, you know, people, because when you, it's only two cars where you fit, think otherwise you're lining up down your yeah, driveway. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did one of them. Ethan's been out for the last three games. He's got tissue damage in his leg. Damn, they just beat uh, Greenberg East, too. He didn't play. No kidding. Wow. Can't figure that out because East, I think East won the section last year. Because Oak Hill's with East and Princeton and Woodrow. Uh-huh. Oak Hill lost to Princeton by 20. They lost to Woodrow by 30. And then beat East. Basketball, man. You get one, you have about one game. You never know. You just never know. So good for him. Hopefully, it's bad for Ethan. Though. I know. I hope he's he's back because it's actually his kicking leg. Kickin leg. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he'll be yeah. he'll be back soon. So I figure we'll 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 jump into your trip. Yeah, at some point. But I did want to mention Demar Johnson got hired as a new. Yes, yeah, so talked to him. He 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 was in the hallway there at the was bottom. He? Yeah, man. Six nine is six nine. He's a is, tall. Is he six nine? Oh yeah, he's a tall son of a bitch. Yeah. So. So uh So did he play with Kenyon Martin or did he play with uh, No, ben he Axel? was he no, was guy. he was part of Huggins' last class. So he was 05. Well, and then he left and Huggins left they well they, Cincinnati pretty much Yeah, let him go. Let him go. And he went he was the fifth pick in the draft. And then uh apparently from what I hear from Huggins and I didn't you know, I don't follow pro much unless no, he's a view player. And uh, apparently he got into like a car wreck and he spent did some damage, so he spent some time in Europe. But uh, can he recruit? He was the number one. Did you know he was the number one high school player in the country when he went to Cincinnati? I did not know that. Yeah, he was number one. He was six nine guard. Really, number one player in the country. Did not know that. Yeah, uh, apparently he can recruit, and and uh, Huggins says he knows everybody in the D.C. area. That's big. I think that's the reason why he said you know we we haven't really t- tapped into the D.C. area. And he's younger. And he's younger. Because we needed to get younger. Exactly, we needed to get younger. So yeah, I mean I'm fine with it. No, I'm fine with it. And I, 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 I was surprised more than how quickly it happened it, than anything Well, because, you know, we were talking about that at work, and I was like, I guess we won't know this year because how often do you hire somebody so mid-season? mid-season? Exactly. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Exactly. So when I saw that, I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. That's you exactly know? right. So, and speaking of that, I, I didn't put that on the rundown, but Larry Harrison's statement was interesting. It was interesting. It was, I, it, I'm still not really sure. I still have no way. Hoppy Cordsworth wrote an uh, opinion piece about it, how somebody's got to take responsibility for this. It had to be Huggins. And for some reason, I don't know why Huggins tried to play it off like he wasn't, you know, as involved as he is. He made that decision. Yeah. I, I just think, I think, I think Huggins saw the writing on the wall that things aren't going well for the second year in a row and, and something needed to happen. Something needed Charlie to Charlie Tony told me last night, he said that, I don't know if he saw it or heard it, because Charlie, he knows what's yeah. going on. He said there was one or two, more than one occasion in the last one or two games that somebody saw Huggins and Harrison arguing mm-hmm. in the tunnel uh-huh. about whatever. Right. So, and obviously I I think it's been well documented that Harrison was in charge of substitutions. Right. 
you know, so up to the last few games. Up to the last few games. Right. Exactly right. So it's just it was just a the the way that whole thing played out was just odd. Exactly. Especially still with Harrison odd. being with him for twenty five years. Yeah, still odd, exactly. I mean it, the whole thing just And again, not that I'm tore up about it. No, me neither. I I've been questioning the substitute pattern for years. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm not tore about it either. I'm probably fine with it. It's just the, the way it all it, came out and, and the way Everybody keeps ping ponging the blame around. Yeah, exactly. It's like you know well, the one person who's not to blame is Ren Baker. There's no way he came in and he could barely find his desk, and and he's going to fire the long time assistant to Bob Huggins. For the Hall of Fame. That didn't happen. <laughs> That's the one thing I guarantee you didn't happen. <laughs> no. So I met him too. I talked to him. Did you? Oh man, I'm telling you. All right, we'll dive into it. So so for for Christmas, uh, we. Uh, decided to get Tony and Teresa uh, two tickets. Uh, I asked Jason to say whatever game. I was, what don't take you know basically any games like it needs to be after Christmas because Tony will have to ask off. Uh, so there was a couple choices and he he asked Matt Hill which one that he'd wanted to go to and I can't remember what the other game was. Um, and uh, so we ended up selling TCU. So I try to pay Jason for the tickets. He would not he take, take would not take any money for no, it. He won't. And he told me after he'd given me the tickets and he gave and he gave Coliseum Club tickets. Yeah. So Which is awesome. Which is awesome. So yeah, I'll get to that. So so he gave us those tickets, so we were like, Well, we don't want to give a present that's free, you know, as a Christmas present. So we ended up booking them a hotel. We put a, a hotel at the waterfront and got them a gift ticket for a restaurant. Um, so that was a Christmas present. So they, they had a whole day. They took yesterday off and, and uh, today and went to Morgantown and and then Jason said if Mag doesn't use those tickets or if somebody doesn't use those tickets you could have them too. So you take, you know, whoever you want to. Bridget will take Tash, but then she went to the beach and she, you know, she couldn't take off. And, um, and plus it's tough to find a babysitter for my career. I didn't get home late last night. But, uh, so I asked you if you want to go on your birthday, but you had a big meeting. I had, yeah, I, had, I couldn't, I was unavoidably detained. Yeah. And then, uh, so I, I was like, you know, I just drove back from the beach the day before. I mean, it took 11 hours to get back. Um, but I asked him, if you want to go, man, he couldn't wait. So he excited. So we drove up, and we picked up uh, we picked up Tony and Teresa at their hotel. And we, Jason gave us a goal lock pass, two more Coliseum Club tickets. So we had parked, and we really... Had Tony ever been down there? He had, he had never been. He's never been anything below the upper level. Oh, has he not? Never. So he hasn't been in the... In he's the, never in been the, to Coliseum Club. He's never been club, lower yeah, levels, yeah. nothing. So so we parked up, we and we parked you know gold lot pass we were literally right across from the gold gate yeah you're close I mean I didn't even have to, I just like, I was totally I was like I'm just leaving my jacket in my car because the gate's right there mm-hmm. so so we walked in you know and uh, we figured out how to get down to the Coliseum Club we went down there you know ordered drinks and and sit there and, and hung out for a second and we realized that we were on the wrong side our seats were on the other side mm-hmm. and there's Coliseum Club on both sides yeah, and it wraps around yeah so we. Uh, so I was like, well, let's let's finish these, and then we'll go across the way, get one more at the other Coliseum Club, and then we'll and then we'll go down to our seats right for the game time. So we just happened to time it right. So we went down, and we walked across the floor, you know, over to the uh, over to the other side, right when Huggins was coming off the the court. So Tony gets shakes his hand, talks to him, yeah, we talked to Ren Baker, he was standing there. We talked to him, talked to Demar Johnson, that we were. Go in the bathroom. Here comes Demar Johnson in the bathroom downstairs. No shit. Oh yeah. So man, it, Tony was like a schoolboy. Oh, <laughs> he was just so giddy. And then we went up, had a couple more beers, then uh, 
Uh, well, I had a beer. I had one more beer. I, and then I stopped drinking. I didn't drink anymore the rest of the game. And uh, Tony had, you know, a few more Budweiser's. And, you know, we went down to the game. And it was a whole different experience when you're down. Like, Tony's like, I couldn't believe it. It just seems so much smaller when you're down there. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's so big. Yeah. And Isaac enjoyed it because he loved the student section. Oh, I bet. They kept calling Lumpkin fat. Yeah. Man, they, and then they kept going to suck my Dixon. Yeah. And every time they would, he would laugh. Tell me that the guy that sits with Wally. Wally. Oh, yeah. That's Jason's doppelganger. Oh, my God. Jason told me to tell him hi. Yeah. Said if, uh, it's like Jason Wally. was trying to get up there. And, and his name's not even Wally. His name's Mike Wallace. <laughs> yeah, they and they call him Wally. Wally. He looked at you like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But he looks like Steely. And, and he's, a, and he's a much more low-kill Steely. Exactly, exactly. He, and he, uh, he was trying to get Isaac to come sit in his chair. Mm-hmm. They sat in the front row. Yeah. Well, he uh, let Ethan and Jaina get up there. And uh, sit up front. Jason let uh, me have tickets for the, those last two mm-hmm. games. Too, but. So, yeah. So, then, you know, we won. We, they saw Country Roads. Then, then I didn't realize they came. They go around. And they come right down in front of the student mm-hmm. section. So, Isaac got around. Got to you know, high-five all the players. They come by. So, it was great. Yeah. You know, then we get to the car. And we go into a car, and they, they move those gates right in front of us. We, we were out in two right seconds. Yeah. We were already on the highway yeah. in, like, in like two minutes. So that was, awesome. Yeah, it was great. I can't thank Steely enough. Tony and Teresa can't thank Steely enough. And it was a great time. We're so happy we won. Yeah, yeah. It made for a long night. I didn't get home like 1230. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it makes that drive back a lot better. That made that drive back a lot better. Oh, man. Yeah, listen to the post game for about an hour, then then listen to a couple podcasts. I was good. I didn't listen to the post game because I was at Elliot's getting smashed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was good. It was good. I, and Jason doesn't want anything for tickets. The, the, the in-laws get, got him a thank you card. They give him a thank you yeah. card. But, yeah. He never does. But that's yeah. a great experience down on that floor. It just yeah. really is. That's the first time I've been down there. No. The second time. Me and you went down there and we won. So yeah. That was a picture of us when we were down there. <clears throat> so, yeah. I've yeah. gotten it. Jason's let me. I've, Garrett, Ethan, and Jaina have all, at one point in time, got <laughs> to that, sit in those seats. Uh-huh. And it, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it, man. You know what I mean? There's nothing like it. I mean, because, like you know, I mean, you, you sit at home or even when you're at, at those games and you're in the upper deck and you're. You know, the ref gives a, a bad call or, or something happens and the other team does something stupid and you're yelling or yelling oh, TV yeah. and somebody says, they can't hear you. I don't know why you're yelling. They can they hear you. Oh, yeah, that, that ball kid uh, got a foul and he was he said something. I forget what he said. And he got recovered. So I said, you can't even spell your last name. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even spell your own last name. And then every time Miles McBride, he hit that three. That Miles McBride. Yeah, I think it's the name. Miles McBride. He hit that three, got fouled. So only three, I think they made all game, maybe. Maybe only one more. But uh, he was he was looking at the student section, like right at us, and running his mouth. So every time, because uh, Keith Johnson scored in like back-to-back times, he would look. He was looking at the football, and I, me and Isaac were doing the hand <laughs> signal and running your mouth. Yeah, it's it's exactly. They it's, can hear you down there. They can hear you. The down refs there. can hear you too. Yes, they can. When, when uh, they called that one foul. I think it was the same one McBride where he stuck his leg out and they fought a foul on us. And I told him, I was like, ref, man, I, he stuck his leg out and then not, and I, I had nothing to do with it, but not uh, near the end of the game, that other kid did the exact same thing and they called a foul on him for yeah. charging because he tripped, uh, he, he stuck his leg out and tripped Matthews. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they can hear you. The refs oh, can yeah. hear you. They can definitely and hear you. And they've been, cra- the, the student section was giving Kip kisses your hell. Were they really? Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, oh, it's a Kip Kissinger show. Don't you have a late night show to get to? (laughs) (laughs) 
Then that other guy, Adams, they, they kept saying, you're worse than Kissinger. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so that, that front row experience is great. Those are good seats, yeah. man. I, I remember I was sitting down there, it was last year, and uh, I was talking to one of the guys that was sitting in the front, the very front uh, row, because yeah. Jason's in the second row. And we were, students were giving people hell. And he said, I tell you what, he said, I'm going to sit down there for a long time. He said, but I swear to God, he said, the funniest thing I ever heard was, it was about four or five years ago. He said, I can't remember what game it was. It might have been the Kansas game. And we were getting hosed on the calls. And one of the students stood up and said, I can't remember who the ref was. And he says, ref, does your wife know how bad you're fucking us tonight? <laughs> Say. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Uh, that that kid's a writer. Or yeah, something, he, right? is, he better, yeah, be, he better yeah. be a speech writer or something. Oh man, <laughs> that was good. All right, let's get Oklahoma out of the way quick because right. TCU was good. Well, Oklahoma game is simple. Yeah, make free throws. Make free throws. Win the game. Yeah, that's as simple as that. I never in a million years would have thought that I would look at a box score for us and see us have four turnovers, shoot fifty six percent from the field. And lose. Lose. And lose. And that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. That every time we got we tied it or had a chance to take the lead, we were at the free throw line and we missed the free throw. Mm-hmm. It was, I mean, it was ungodly. <laughs> and it wasn't even like it was our bad free throw shoots. No, it was Mitchell. It was Tucson. Tucson. It was our, you know, our, our players we hoped would make those shots. It was killer. Just a killer, man. But I mean, that game was as simple as that. Game we could have won. We had the game. We, we had their uh, big guy in foul trouble in the first half. Groves. Yeah. So, and, and we and we easily could have won that game. Just we just make free throws. Yeah. Just couldn't make free yeah. throws. And then Stevenson shot on that last possession. I mean, that, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You were over here. He, we watched. He that wasn't game. supposed to shoot that. Huggins, Huggins, he was. He said after the game, he wasn't supposed to shoot it. Mm-mm. So. That was a bad shot. It was a bad shot. Mitchell had 16. He was 7 or 8 from the field. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, Stevenson, that play was called for him, but they said if you're covered, don't you know, shoot. Don't jet, drive. And it wasn't so much that he, he was, not only was he covered, he was fading. Fading, exactly. He was three feet behind the three point yeah. line. It's just a terrible shot. And I think there was like nine or 10 seconds mm-hmm. on, the, on the clock. Exactly. He had plenty of time to drive. Yeah, well, that was yeah. frustrating. So that put us at 0 5 in the league. Then we get to TCU. Once we need, had to have that one. Had and to. they were still what they were fourteenth, fourteenth in the country. Yeah, yeah. So Kitty had twenty. He was ten of ten at the line. And if you had told me Mitchell would only have six points and fouled out, I'd have said there's no, no way he would win that game. He struggled. He did. He, but I tell you what, and and they, I know TCU's complaining about all the fouls that were called to them. They could have got called for a lot more. They, yeah. nah, God, you could hear the smacks down there, man. They were, they were physical. Physical, they could have got called for a lot more fouls. And that McBride kid just whines and whines and yeah, whines. Doesn't. But yeah, uh, but yeah, um, and the technical was stupid on Mitchell. I mean, that was just a stupid technical. I, he was frustrated, but that's a stupid technical. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man, <clears throat> Jimmy Bell. Jimmy the Bell. I mean, he he and fifteen and 12. that Lumpkin kid's big, and Bell's just as big, and then two battled. Yeah. Then two battled. So so. Were those still on the biggest loser? Because they both lost 80 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> no? They could have 
could have won that thing. Could have. Not last night. Last night, uh, only Lumpkin was the biggest loser. Yeah, he was. <laughs> they still shot fifty-two percent. Oh yeah, and most of the second half. I mean, they yeah. seem they seem they were carving us up in the second half. Well, that we second shot forty-six percent, and I swear to God, I have to go back and look. We're what eleven and seven, so that's eighteen games. Mm-hmm. I think there's only been two games this year we've been under forty percent. Yeah. Well, maybe three. I think it was three in a row. Maybe three. I think it was Stony Brook and then our first two uh, games. K-State and Oklahoma State. I think we were under 40. Yeah. So so 15 out of 18 games, we've been over 40%. Yeah. yeah. Our offense looked a lot better last night. I like the way. We moved the ball. We moved the ball. It, was, it wasn't stagnant. It got a little stagnant there in the second half. Mm-hmm. Got a little stagnant there. We got rebounding. I don't know if you oh. noticed this. We were talking about Hillier Harrison earlier. Our bench got a lot shorter. It the did. only reason the Conquo played because Huggins was pissed off at Waggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Jimmy Bell was exhausted. Yeah. Jimmy Bell to go to the game. Jimmy Bell times. played a lot. He could not breathe. And you can tell he was holding his side. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was, he could not, he was winded. And uh, and so that's the only reason why the Conquest was. Otherwise, man, there was no Kobe Johnson. Kobe didn't play. No, I mean, there was, and, and Seth Wilson only played barely. I mean, it was, and that's only because Stevenson, man. I tell you what, Huggins was the most. Animated, I have That's seen him said. in yeah. years. Really, I mean, he was screaming at the players, screaming at the refs. I have not seen him be that emotional in a long time. Well, they had to have that. One. I mean, he well, he got up. He was coming to the game. Jim Bell shooting those free throws. We was kind of hurting his size up, and he got and and Huggins slamming his stool, telling him, "Well, you sit down on the stool." Did he really? <laughs> I mean, he, he was. Animated man, I mean, I have not seen him like that in a long time. I haven't seen him yell at his players like that in a long time. So I, I think he knows. I think yeah. he knows it's you gotta gotta win. It's make or break. It's make or break. These games are make or break right now. Make or break right now. So we got Texas Saturday. Then we go to Texas Tech, and then we got Auburn. Yeah. So this will be a yeah tough stretch. This tough stretch. That's right. And uh, the way to slice it. Yeah. This, I think this Saturday, the home crowd, we'll see. I think we'll see what we're made of this Saturday. You know, I think Texas has got beat by somebody this week. Well, I can't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure I saw it. K-State. Maybe Iowa State. K-State beat Kansas Tuesday. Yeah, that was a good game, too. That was a hell of a game. Yeah, it was a hell of a game. Almost that entire game. Yeah. It, it started at 7, ended up at 10. It was like a three-hour game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a long-ass game. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so we can maybe string together a couple here. We'll see. Yeah, well, it might come up on the uh, on the next uh, segment. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's take a break. That's it. Welcome back to one more. And I'm going home and going to bed, enjoying these red eyes. Like the we got the Isaac got the commemorative cup. It has uh, Bob Huggins Hall of Fame on it. No, oh, it's nice. actually red. It's kind of gray. Is it? Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. You spent a fortune there, you know. It's it's, it's easy to do. <laughs> it's very easy to do. It's been treated to you know, pepperoni rolls like four fifty. God, I thought they were more than that. Yeah, it's just it might be might be four fifty might be for the nachos. Isaac wore the nachos. He's like, I'm a little underwhelmed by the nachos. He said, but at least the nacho cheese is hot because it was. <laughs> Yeah, another thing about the Coliseum Club, man, it's just so nice because you're not waiting those lines no, up no there. Lines. I mean, yeah, you go in there. Yeah, beer. And then they've got certain, and you probably saw them, and I know you've seen them, but there's one or two sections in there where they've got like a chafing pans. And oh, yeah. And a buffet yeah. set up. Uh-huh. You pay like 10 or 15 bucks, mm-hmm. and 
get like a buffet, buffet kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. So it's that, that, was, that Coliseum Club was worth it. You like can't you, you can walk out on the little patio there and watch the warm ups and stuff. They got it on the TV inside. They got Sports Center on the inside. Yeah, yeah and then plus like we talked about, you know, there's there's tickets, man. You could you got you don't realize how much access you have down there because the coaches and players and Tony Creedy's all of them are walking right by yeah. you at all times, man. And, and the cheerleaders are there too. Man, I said I told Wade to ask man, you realize it. When you're in your forty seven, you're looking out there on the other than you're thirty years older than some of those groups. <laughs> and they're wearing these tightest pants, you're trying not to look, you're like, God, that that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That's what it was last year. Right? <laughs> Even though there was one I tried to send you a picture of it, but uh I I, I might have. Now send to the group uh, there's one chitter leader out there looks like he look he looks like he should be the manager of GameStop. Uh, I don't know if I, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if I said that to the If you said it last night, I probably didn't read it. <laughs> but it was funny. Oh, shit, I can't find it. I don't know where it is. But, yeah, it, he looked like the manager of GameStop. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, all right, you ready? Yep. All right, I'll go first here. Four questions for two assholes. So we were just talking about, for the break, our next uh, four games, Texas, Texas Tech. Auburn. Auburn. Next three games. So Huggins last night was post game, which you didn't list to because you not. were uh, getting three sheets of the win. Yeah, I was inebriated. Um, I was marginally overserved last night. <laughs> hey, you're just lucky stuff wasn't there. But hey, here's the thing: I don't know if I was more marginally overserved at Elliott's or when I got back here by myself. <laughs> so you continued to party on your own. I did. <laughs> That's never good. It's never. That's good. never good when you come back home drunk. You hey, think? but you're yeah. not. Hey. As long as your dog's here, you ain't drinking alone. That that's a good point. That's good. I'm playing bad with that too. It's like you're pouring your vodka and you're like, ah, half a cup's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I got plenty of time. <laughs> then the alarm goes off and you're like, do I really need to go into work today? I don't know if Jimmy's coming in this morning. Or not. I could probably sleep in a little bit longer. And I finally got in about twelve forty-five, and John Stanley comes up here. He's like, "Fuck! I didn't think you'd come in here all day." He's like, "I wouldn't have." I was like, "I had too much shit to do. I got no choice." But yeah, I had a long shift. But you know what the funny part is? I never saw Booth. Really? Today? Because I even told John, "He's wearing like, longer shit." He did. Because I, I left before he did. And I guarantee he went down to Gunny Rice. Guarantee it. Guarantee he was down there at three o'clock. I told, I told John, I was like, "Well, I said we had a good time last night." He's like, "He said, I tell you what." He said, "I still ain't because usually Booth will come in about nine thirty, ten o'clock, and honk the horn, wave at everybody, check an email, and roll out." Uh-huh. And uh, he's like, I ain't seen Booth today. And I was there all afternoon. Uh, and he no, never came no, in no, at all. Like, and he ain't called me all day. <laughs> so I hope my boy's all right. He might. They got a bedroom down at Gunny Wright's. He might just stay there. He might be at Gunny Wright. Him, him and Gunny might be <laughs> spooning. They're out there telling stories. Yeah. Him and Gunny are in a shared Snuggie right now. <laughs> Tom would take up all the room in that He snuggie. would, 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It better be a triple X Snuggie. <laughs> Otherwise, that's how much is going to be ripping at the seams. God damn, there's a question in there somewhere. Oh, okay. So, Huggins on this post game said, "We got to win four games at some point in time. We got to win four games in a row at some point in time. So let's do it." He said, "Let's do it now." He said, "Let's." He said, "Let's go beat uh, Texas this weekend. Let's beat uh, uh, Texas Tech." He said, "When uh, uh, Charles Boyd comes here Friday night, the French fry. Let's beat the hell out of Auburn the next day." So, so he said that last night in this post game. And so my question is pretty simple. 
We could do it. Because mm. I think the hardest one, I know Auburn's rated, but we'll be fine. I think the hardest one is this weekend at Texas Tech, at Texas, with Texas coming in. We got Texas at home. We get two Texas Tech. Tech and then Auburn at home. I, I just, I can't. I can't see it. I just can't. My, my, I want to. Exactly. I really want my to see it. My one two says yes. My one two says yes. My, my, from what I've seen so far, if you take the recency buys out from last night, the odds tell you we don't. We just can't. We, I just don't see we. I don't think we can do it. I yeah. thought we were going to lose last night when they started coming back. Well, I was we, like, we, we, were up, we, we were up we're eight, 18. Yeah, at one point down. And they cut to four? Yeah. Two. 62 to 60. Two, that's right. 62 yeah. 60. Yeah. So, yeah. I thought we were going to lose. Yeah. So, yeah. I, just, I mean, I, I would love to, but no, I just don't see it. That way. Okay. I told you about it. So. Okay. All right. So, my question is this. Which is more likely? Neil Brown is here in 2024 or Huggins coaches three more years? Well, that's a good question. I say it is more likely Huggins coaches three more years, but that's only dependent if we win next year. Because I don't think he's going to stay if we keep losing. I don't either. I think he's out. And with the with the AD changes, changes, yeah. And who knows how long Gee's going to be there? But I say more likely because I don't see how Mel Brown's going to have a big year next year. And I don't know how he keeps his job if he doesn't. I just don't see. It. I just don't see it. So if, if he wins seven games, you think Randall keep him? Depends on what games. I think it depends on what games. Because I mean, we're, we're. I mean, if you look at our schedule in basketball, and I agree with you. Mm. I mean, for me, it's Huggins. Mm. But if you look at our schedule in basketball, I mean, if if we have, we're what eleven and seven. We're one and five in the league. So we've got what. 12 league games left, right? Yeah. We play 18 league games. Mm-hmm. So we're at 11 wins right now. In my opinion, we need to get to 17 total to make the postseason. That Saturday said we will end up with one of the toughest schedules in the country by the time the year is done. Because Pitt's playing well. We, we have, our schedule is going to be really uh, really strong, solid. You know, we played Purdue. Uh, Florida's going to end up being Xavier. okay. Xavier. We're going to have one of the toughest schedules in the country. 17 wins probably gets us in the tournament. So you got to go 6-6. Six and six. Got to go 6-6. Six and six. Okay. And that, that's in league. Now we got yeah. Auburn, Auburn, too. Auburn, too, yeah. Okay. So so in league, if you even take the Auburn game out. So we still have to go to Kansas, to Baylor. we got seven home games left there. But I don't see us winning either one of those games. Kansas. No, 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 no. All right. You go to Texas. Yeah. Two Iowa State. Yeah. Two TCU. There's five. Yeah. You got to win all your home games. You got to win all your home you gotta games. You got to win all your home games. As simple as that. Or you got to win six out of seven of your home games. Yeah. You got you got to win it all. That's exactly right. That's the only way. So it's, 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 or if you, if you can get maybe two in the Big 12 tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Might maybe. squeeze you in at the end. But mm-hmm. it's, it, it's going to be tough. Oh, it's not going to be easy. It is not going to be easy. That's why Huggins. That's the reason why I think he was that animated last night on the bench. He knows you got could you couldn't afford to lose last night's game. Mm-mm. You had to win last night's. Yeah. And then 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 I think I think you go back to my last question. I think if we beat Texas, we win the next two. 
I think we beat Texas. I think Texas is the game that 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 could be the, that could be the season changer. That's gonna be the. I think this Saturday's game is the linchpin. Because if you lose that game. You can't lose another home game. You can't lose another home game. You gotta win and you home. probably have to steal one, probably two on the on road. road. Exactly. And the problem is... Your toughest road games Our are toughest ahead. road games are still ahead. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, yeah. you got you got, you got got to win on Saturday, I think, is, is the key to this season. I agree with that. Yeah. But I still think more likely Huggins coaches three more years... Than Neil Brown in 2024. Yeah. More likely. Yeah. I'm not saying Neil Brown's mm-hmm. Michael coach 2024. He might have a good year next year. He might. I hope he does. I hope he does too. I, I really do. I really do. I'm tired of being irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Did you, oh, we didn't mention Blaine Stewart. That's right. Yeah, he's hired Blaine Stewart on his staff. Yeah. I guess he's coaching wide. I don't know why he's coaching wide receivers. I think so. Yeah. 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 Which is pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yep. All right, non sports. Yeah. So this is completely off the fucking wall. Okay. Okay. All right. So our receptionist at work, we were somehow we got talking about cereal. Okay? okay. And she says when she eats cereal, she likes to eat cereal soggy. Okay. So she likes to soak in the milk. Which I I, I no, that's not me. I can't me stand either. that at all. So she. So apparently last week. She had a bowl of Captain Crunch, which I don't know if you ever had Captain Crunch. It's tough to get Captain Crunch soggy. Yeah. So she was like, I broke a piece of my tooth off eating my soggy Captain Crunch cereal. And I said, well, I said, how long did you let it sit in the milk for three hours? Because that shit is so, it's like it pierces the bottom of your mouth when you eat it. How weak of a teeth does she have? Does she have any enamel whatsoever? That's what I said. (laughs) So that was a whole nother deal. Okay. (laughs) So then we kind of got off on a tangent talking about cereals. So, my Mount Rushmore of cereals. Okay. Okay. Here's mine. Okay. Frosted Flakes. And here's what you got to factor in too. You got to factor in the cereal plus I'm a milk drinker after the cereal's gone. Yes. So you got to factor that in. Same. Same. All right. So I got Frosted Flakes. I got Cocoa Pebbles. I got Golden Grams and I got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. That's my Mount Rushmore. Okay. Honorable mention Honey Smacks, <laughs> Apple Jacks, Honey Nut Cheerios. Those are my three honorable mentions. All right. All right. Mine definitely, definitely, definitely was my number one when I was a kid was Cocoa Pebbles. Yes. I ate it constantly. Two was Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Love. I like to say the milk after that mm-hmm. was the best. Mm-hmm. Three is probably uh, Fruit Loops. I was okay. good similar to crack. And now Fruit Loops says marshmallows too. There's Fruit Loops. Yeah, see, I don't like marshmallows. I don't like marshmallow cereal. I'm not a big marshmallow cereal. No Lucky Charms guy. No Lucky Charms guy. Nope, nope, no, 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 no. And I do like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's good. I think that's good cereal. That's probably my Mount Rushmore. So we're close. Yeah, I haven't had I haven't had cereal in a long time because I'm lactose intolerant. I didn't realize that till I was older. Yeah. yeah. So I need a bowl of cereal for school. Go to school gassy all day and be uncomfortable because I want to fart around girls. So. <laughs> Oh, that was why. <laughs> that was why you had a hard time That's, dating. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, no, that. I was ready, everybody. Yeah, right. Well, that too. That ties up a lot of loose ends. <laughs> but yeah, man, the best thing about it was, and I tell you what, Fruity Pebbles too were delicious. Fruity Pebbles were good. So that's probably in there as my. Uh, also, it's Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. If you don't, when you put the bowls in the sink, if you don't put water in them. There, you almost have to weld the oh, cereal God, off. Yeah. You yeah, can't get you it off. Can't, 
You can't stick it in there. No. Without and my kids were notorious. My kid, Garrett and Jaina love both of them to death. They're 25 and 19. And still to this day, neither one of them have figured out when you put a dish in the sink, if you put water in it, it's easier to it clean. will make it easier to clean. That's exactly right. You know? Soak So there's everything. like all these little uh, <laughs> fruity pebble things around the rim. And I'm like over here with a fucking hammer and a chisel trying to get... I'm just like, yep, it's in the trash. Yeah. Like, you know what? I don't need this bowl. I don't need this bowl that much. There is absolutely there's no... There's a dollar tree. There's no oh, sentimental attachment to this bowl. I'm getting another bowl. God. I will be out four uh, or five dollars to go get four more bowls yes. at, yeah. at the dollar tree. Yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen there. So we're close on that. Thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without mm -hmm. an out. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. I haven't had, like I said, I haven't had a bowl of cereal. Isaac Lowe, uh, he likes cinnamon toast strip crunch. Um, and I forget what the other, uh, I think he's eating Fruity Pebbles right now. Fruity Pebbles is the, is the cereal choice right now. Te uh, Evelyn loves it, but no milk. She just pours it in a bowl and just eats it with her fingers. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> that's, that's a, a lot easier that's, to clean up, too. It is a lot easier yeah. to clean up. Yeah. But I was the kind of person who I put the cereal in, I pour the milk, and I eat, ate it as fast as I could to keep it kind of crunchy. Then I would oh, uh, yeah, I'm a crunchy guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't let it sit there. I don't want to eat. I, matter of fact, I wouldn't eat it if it got so. No. That's why <laughs> that's what sparked this whole conversation. Eat oatmeal? She was like, <laughs> I let my cereal get soggy before I ate it. I was like, what? Well, you're eating soup. You're just, not eating just, cereal. Just get oatmeal. Yeah. I mean, just make real creamy oatmeal. And then when she told me, she when she said she lets it sit... For long enough to get soggy, when she said Captain Crunch, I'm thinking, <laughs> Captain Crunch? That's when Clark Griswold developed the Crunch Enhancer. <laughs> you just leave it in your fridge for like a day? Yeah. Like, oh, I'll make my cereal for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I said, did you put your cereal on the boiler and simmer on low for like an hour and then take a bite? God damn. That just threw me for a loop yeah, when she told me that. Anyway, I thought that was... Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. So, I've got some sad news today. Uh-oh. Uh, Coach Bragg passed away. Did he really? Uh-huh. I'll be I saw it just, literally just before I was coming out here, he passed away. So, uh. How old was Coach Bragg? Oh, man. He has to be in his 80s or 90s. I don't know. He's got to be old. Either he's old or he was pickled and just he looked yeah. a lot older than he was. Um, but. You got any Coach Bragg stories? I know we went to Catholic school, so we there was a lot of inter I had a lot more interactions with him when I was older mm -hmm. because when I was at White Oak, he'd make his rounds. Yeah. He was like Adam Tony without money. Yeah. He, <laughs> he'd make his rounds more and more, having drinks. Uh, my favorite Coach Bragg story was when in, in middle school. He was the middle school coach. Had his curly hair. And he used to pull out his hair. Mm -hmm. He'd be on the sidelines pulling out his hair. And... Uh, I, I would go, and I was in kind of school, but I would go, you know, I was friends with all those guys, Ronnie Taylor, Chris, uh, Izzy Hare, all those guys on the middle school team. I played, I, I played with, played, played all the time. And, and he would let me come and practice with him or watch practice. And, and uh, a lot of times I'd be on the other, you know, the scout team, whatever, you know, not really. I was just playing on the other side while they were, they were working on their stuff. And uh, <clears throat> there was one, he let me in the halftime in the, in the locker rooms. And there's a team, and I can't remember who they were playing, but, they were obviously better than that team. Should have beat them by a, while, by a long time. But they, by a lot. But they had went, before the game went, went to somewhere local and had spaghetti. And uh, it got to that time when they was like tied or they were, okay, it was down a couple. And he came in the locker room. 
He looked at everybody. He's like, we ate too much goddamn spaghetti. <laughs> and he kicked the ball that was on the floor, and it hit the locker, it and it right, right back, and it hit him in the head. <laughs> <laughs> Best halftime speech ever. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Coach Barry when he came in there at the halftime of your sectional game and said, you're going to hit a three like that, you got to call that shit. <laughs> when they banked it in or whatever. Oh, shit. Oh, we ate too much goddamn spaghetti. Oh, the man. Best words ever spoken at halftime. That's awesome. <laughs> no, I don't think I have any Coach Bragg stories other than just his tenured time at the house club. Oh, man, that little car he used to drive, man. Yeah. He'd always see it parked right there at the oh, house yeah. club. <laughs> Damn, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah passed away. Have he been sick? Oh, man, he's always been frail, but... I don't know. That's the first time I heard it. I'm honestly tell you the truth, I thought he was dead while I didn't know how he made it. <laughs> so, <laughs> be quite honest with me. I tell you what though, you know, when I was at White Oak, he come in here, he was friends with Kathy, who was our bartender at uh at White Oak for a while. So when she was bartending, he come was out that there. The girl that used to be married to Yo. Yes. Okay. Yes. So he'd come out there and man, he was the nicest guy. He really was a nice guy. And he he wasn't a bad coach. Yeah. He was just a, a alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> Something we can relate yes. to. <laughs> Have people listen to this podcast because they can relate to. Yeah. He, he kind of speaks to our audience <laughs> in a lot of ways. His message resonates. Exactly. So anyway, cheers to you, Coach Cheers Bragg. to Coach Bragg. Yeah. Yep. I Amen. hope you're having a beer now. Amen. All right. Well, one more I'm going home, I'm going to bed. One more I'm going home, I'm going to bed. <laughs>